The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you about who deserves a shot at the United States Heavyweight Let's hear it. I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to the WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned a title shot, L. Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. L. Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but my goodness sakes, it's 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious how about, the, how about hypnosis? Let's get thrown Psychosis? Psychosis? Whatever, whatever. He's a great wrestler, you know. Hello, and welcome to episode 179 of the WrestleCast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by, first and foremost, the chairman of the CSPN, none other than Jamal, a.k.a. Classic. What's going on, boss? Yo, 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 yo. Hello, Bobby Grotto, Mini Ball, everyone. Glad to be back at the WrestleCast. Uh, 179 episodes. Seriously? Really, guys? You just gonna keep going without me? Yeah, um, man. I'm actually, I'm glad to be back. And uh, glad to be back with the kind of little old school crew. And, uh, you know, we're going to talk some uh, pro wrestling as we open the CSPN. And uh, I don't know, we might shake things up a little bit. Uh, but uh, always be glad to be back here in the fold. So uh, you know, let's let's talk some, uh, some pro wrestling, get, get, get it going. All right. Everybody's got to be on their P's and Q's because we don't want to join the Kiss Your Ass Club. So... Returning from a long hiatus, our raw cast correspondent, none other than Samuel Kalunga. What's going on, Sam? Howdy, howdy, everyone. How are you doing tonight? Yeah, I hope everybody's doing well. How you been? been all right. Just uh, working. Doing my thing. All right, all right. I haven't, I haven't watched it in like months. I think so. This first time out in a while, I've kind of... Yeah, nothing much has changed. <laughs> we expect your... Your, your normal broadcast report. And finally, bringing his talents back to the WrestleCast, Alabama's own Magnum Prime. What's going on, Greg? Hey, what's up? Well, Ashley, I'm Oh, I'm oh you're, you're, you're moving I'm around the country. Feeling the GA right now. Uh, but I'm back. I had to go away so y'all could miss me. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I, I feel uh, very lucky to have this opportunity to come. And I mean, this should be like some sort of premium episode, right? You're getting the, the whole crew together. I feel like there should be some sort of special fee that we, you know, we charge to the listeners or something. This is special. To borrow from Brent from Georgia and the American Dream Dusty Worlds, we, we got to have people pull up to the pay window. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you yeah. want us to be on the premium? <laughs> hey, hey, we make it done. Nine ninety nine. Right. Right. And hopefully we'll be receiving a run in by our SmackDown Matters correspondent, Miss Edidi Jonet. But as of bell time, 
she's not in the building. So hopefully she'll be making yeah. her way through the back and be running out here soon. So, Mr. Samuel Kalunga, I heard you got some news for me. So drop it on me, sir, before we get into your raw report. Just a, just a little bit. So breaking news, everyone. Hulk Hogan is not scheduled for any upcoming WWE events. I know you're all set. Nobody? The tears are just overflowing. <laughs> I hear some tumbleweeds. Who's, who's this now? Thunderlips, who? Yeah, Thunderlips. Uh, yeah. Rip. Uh, Terry Bologna, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's full of something, all right. Well, can't miss you if you're not going, so. Yeah. So, uh, but apparently he is going to be part of that Under the Giant documentary, so he'll be there on HBO. Next Tuesday, 10 p.m., hashtag TreyDayCast. What, what was that? Hashtag TreyDayCast, like Andre. Like- oh, okay, I see. All right. So, uh, for all you old school heads, which is like all of us here, WCW Saturday Night has been added to WWE Network. So far, all they have is like April 92 to about January 93. But we are going to see some, uh, there is some stunning Steve Austin, some Dustin Rhodes, Rick Rude, Sting, and Ricky Steamboat. So, yeah, that to look forward to until they get to the good stuff, the 99, the 2000. Just kidding. <laughs> so we got to wait for PN News and the uh, hard work Bobby Walker. Oh, come on. What are you talking about? That's the best. All right, so the Canellas family has welcomed the birth of their first child. Uh, name is Frederica Freddie Moon Bennett. And uh, let's see, mom and baby are both doing great. So, yeah, uh, that's why you haven't seen either one of them in a while. I can't wait till she uh, wrestles Birdie Daniels for the um, <laughs> <laughs> the women's integrated uh, Raw SmackDown title in like 20, 25 years. So, right. yeah, pulling for her. Keep the push on the babies. Right. And uh, sad news, uh, the the uh, kayfabe brother of Mr. Jimmy Valiant. And, uh, Jimmy Valiant, there was another Valiant, wasn't there? All I remember was Johnny and, and, and Jimmy. There's another one, I swear. Hold on. Uh, I swear there's another Valiant. That's somewhere. Yes. This trip to do your Googles is brought to you by CSPN.us. <laughs> Visit CSPN.us today and then click on Keep Our Podcast Free Link at the top of the page. And you can buy stuff from Busted Tees so you can look good for your friends. And you can help us keep our podcast free for you. CSPN.us. Busted Tees. Yeah. Do it today. So, yeah, he, yeah, brother of, of uh, Jimmy Valiant. And I swear there's another one. Anyway. He passed away after an auto accident. Um, he was 71 years old. and Yeah, it's a sad day. Yeah, uh, definitely one of the uh, pioneers of the early WWF and Memphis wrestling, of course, too. They were, like, really big there. But he was, like, really big in the old school WWF, though. And probably one of the few people to pull off the nickname, the moniker Luscious, <laughs> and be able to get away with it. You know, with with no one questioning it, particularly in the in that era, and of course, uh, you know, manager of one of the greatest tag teams of all time that never won a title, the uh, Dream Team. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. All right, Sam. So if you want to take us into Monday Night Raw, it's all yours. All right, here you go. One second. No, I guess it wasn't. I could have swore there was another value. Anyway, it's their long lost brother, uh, 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 Gary Valiant. <laughs> Prince with that weird hairstyle. <laughs> it's Lance Valiant. Anyway. Yes. So anyway, Monday Night Raw, April 2nd, 2008, live from Atlanta, GA. So the coach comes down to cut a boring 20-minute promo. He calls down Stephanie, Triple H, Kurt Angle, Ronda Rousey. I guess it's a Q&A or something. Uh, Triple H says he, he has a question for Kurt. He says, it's a shame that all these people are chanting for Ronda. 
nobody was chanting. He gave them a minute, and eventually some people were chanting. Yet Triple H called it a deafening roar. He says Kurt has the two eyes, but he's never seen evidence of the third. He says Kurt says set Ronda up for failure. Ronda asks why they signed her with all trigger motives. Stephanie says they signed her because she's a huge star. And this crowd is a testament to that. Again, the crowd was sitting on their hands. And they throw Kurt under the bus. He talked, 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 and said nothing. Uh, finally, we get down to the hard-hitting questions. How do you feel teaming up with Ronda? And there was another question, but the last one, the really good get-down-to-nitty-gritty question was, do you have any final thoughts? Uh, Ronda has a okay comeback, she says. Uh, which probably somebody else wrote for her. She asked if she was right or left-handed because she wants to know if she'll still be able to sign her checks after she rips it off. Yeah, she stumbled on that delivery, but uh, yeah, yeah. the crowd still ate it up because it's Ronda Rousey. Rowdy Ronda Rousey. So, so apparently now we're going to have a pre-match photo op. And Coach swears it isn't going to get out of hand like boxing or UFC. Is he talking about the Conor thing or is he just talking smack? So the Conor thing needs to talk yet. smack. The Conor thing hadn't happened yet, right? No, sir. No, it hadn't happened yet. So Kurt and Triple H shake hands. Stiff offers to offers a hand to Ronda, but she refuses to shake it. The two get nose to nose. Triple H knocks Kurt out with the microphone. Ronda picks up Triple H to give him a chuck slam, but Stephanie McMahon puts Ronda through a table. And I swore Ronda went up like 15 feet in the air for that one. <laughs> this was 17 minutes and 45 seconds of my life that I am not getting back. It wasn't that bad once they got past the initial talking part. The awkwardness? Yeah. I thought you were going to say once it got past the first 12 minutes. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to keep it real and reveal something here. I'm unplugged, uh, so there's no cable situation. Like, uh, they cut the cord recently. Uh, so I, I watched this on Hulu. And so it was 17 minutes for you. Yeah. Yeah, uh, 17 minutes for you is probably like 12 minutes, maybe 10 for me. And uh, I can't say enough about uh, watching a you know, Hulu commercial free and just, uh, you know, getting the recaps. He's getting his so. $20 worth. Exactly. Exactly. That, yeah, that and one day later episodes of uh, How to Get Away with Murder and Scandals. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I think they've actually been doing a pretty good build up for this. I kind of want to see this match now. I mean, I'm still yeah, they of, did it justice. This is not warm on her, but still. Yeah, this isn't the uh, the, the the match that they teased when Ronda, Ronda Rousey made her first appearance with The Rock, and obviously that's going to take a lot. That would have taken a lot of pieces to put together. But Kurt Angle is, you know, sort of a worthwhile tag partner and nemesis for Triple H to offset and, you know, set this up as, as historic as they tried to make it. So, and, uh, I mean, when we get to the who you got, I think it might actually, given it's Triple H, Triple H and Stephanie, it might be a little hard to pick who will win, you I'm know, gonna, as far I'm as... Gonna, I'm going to know how it's going to go. Yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. Nobody, uh, nobody really cares about the... You know, Triple H part in this is Stephanie. Stephanie is the one who sells this match. She can, yeah. she, she talks the best crap. She's the best heel. So she's the one who's actually the selling point of the match. Everybody's coming to see something bad happen to Steph. And, yeah. and I'm glad they let her be the real main talking point when it came to this sit down thing. Yeah. And to I'm be honest, sure, no, Triple H is going to knock her over by accident again. <laughs> and to be honest, kayfabe aside, Steph knows her way around that ring. I mean, she does say that in, in her promos and stuff. But I mean, she's pretty much going to show Ronda you know, or give Ronda the chance to like really shine. You know, if she puts her over or if uh, you know she sells, you know, kind of being that ring savvy. You know, and uh, you know, I, she really, I think the training that Ronda's going to still have to go through to be like ring ready for WWE is going to take some time. 
but uh, you know, Stephanie of all people is going to be is kind of how Vince is put over some wrestlers when he makes his appearances and stuff. Because if anybody knows how to sell the product for television, it's the goddamn ownership. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, Bailey versus Sonya Deville. First off, I have to ask, what the hell is that trophy? Well, you tell us what you think it looks like, sir, and we'll confirm or deny. It's a family show. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, 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 I, I'll allow it. You know, no uncensored. Let's go. <laughs> I can't see what, it's, what it looks like. What does it look like to y'all? It looks like female reproductive organs. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> uh, so apparently Sasha and Bailey have been having some issues. Uh, last week they had that classic Zach Morris AC Slater fight in front of the lockers. Uh, let's see. Let's see, why is Paige still there? She can't wrestle. She's not a very good manager. All she does at this point is hang out with Nazis and bleach her skin. Filling out the contractual obligations is what yep. she's doing. Jesus. Uh, Bailey gets the win after a not very good match. The wrestling itself was okay, but they got lost at a few points and it just made the whole thing look really bad. Uh, yeah. Michael Cole stated that Sonya Deville could be a future women's champion. So I will give but that directly. I, I have will, more or, chance of being a future women's champion this year. I will attribute <laughs> that quote directly to our man Maurice Jade to the max. Yeah, no. The lovely one seventy nine. Because for the last month and a half on every Rawcast, they have said that. I don't wow. know what they're looking at. Cause Do I, they have a hashtag for this movement behind Sonya Deville? Because uh, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, they don't have a hashtag, but it's always in the broadcast where they 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 quote that very line: "Future Women's World Champion Sonya Deville." Yeah. Wow. Keep the push going. I don't know. I don't know about any of this. So Absolution <laughs> Bailey after the match. Sasha runs down and takes out Absolution. Bailey and Sasha look at each other. Sasha demands that Bailey raise her hand because she saved her. Uh, the two jaw jack for a minute, and they start fighting. Absolution runs in and takes advantage of the situation. Uh, let's see here. Mandy Rose hits... She hit the implant buster. Apparently, according to Paige Turner that I was talking to earlier, she's been doing that since the beginning. I just haven't noticed. Yeah, well, they never give Mandy, like I told you last week, they never give Mandy Rose anything where she can shine. She's usually getting pinned. So this is the reason why you noticed it this week. It's because she actually did something oh, that involved her... Yeah, she's actually did something to put to lay somebody out instead of being the one to get laid out. Hmm. And Sasha Banks took it back to Jericho circa nineteen ninety eight. Raise my hand. <laughs> Raise my hand. Raise my hand. Yeah, that's Lionheart Chris Jericho. That's right. Yeah. Let's see. Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins. Uh, match of the night. Unnecessarily though. Yeah. But uh, uh <laughs> the commentary wasn't even paying attention to them. They were just focused on like what Miz was talking about. Which I think he's doing it as like a heel tactic. I think you're supposed to be annoyed by it. I think that's the point. I think he's but supposed I, to be like one of those Facebook moms. I don't know. 30 minutes on basic cable, though. I mean, I think it's, you know, it's kind of a win-win for the fans as far as seeing these two go at it. It is kind of a waste, but at the same time, I mean, think about the first ever WWE Universal Championship and how that was decided between the two of them. And, you know, I mean, to give it on almost free TV like that, is kind of a nice little bonus, particularly given how this show is uh, played out and everything. I'm just sad that this is not the match we're going to get at the at media. Oh no, yeah, it'll be clustered. Really, this good with Miz in it. No, no, and and Miz may still come away, but you know, it's the it, Miz is going to raise his level beyond what anybody thinks he has inside of him. He's going to keep up with these boys. I promise. I don't know. Ooh. 
these indie darlings. He's just, he's just gonna go over on them, right? I don't know about he's going, he's going over, but he's definitely gonna keep up with them. He's gonna keep up with them. But yeah, I didn't think they needed. I mean, they, they could have wrestled for like seven minutes and then had something happen, but they didn't need to wrestle for thirty on a go home show for what? We about to watch. We about to watch a title match with these two in it. That, three hour show, like, man. Three like you said, show, a lot of filler. Like you said, There's that a lot of filler that won't be nearly as good as the match you just gave us with no stakes involved. Fall asleep at the wheel. Come on. <laughs> All right. So backstage, Paul Heyman is on his phone. Krangle interrupts and tells Paul not to cause any shenanigans tonight because he doesn't want to get Bro- he doesn't want Brock to get hurt. Paul just absolutely howls with laughter. He says, with a chuckle, then he and his client will take it under consideration. So the bar comes down, they talk smack about Bronny the Strowman. They don't care who his tag team partner is because as big and as as big what the hell did I write? Because as big and strong as he is, it's still a tag team match. And eventually you'll have to tag your partner in. Uh, Bronny comes down, he says in his Hulk Hogan voice, he's been told he had to have a tag team partner if he wants a challenge for the tag titles. Apparently he's found one. Braun says his partner wants a match with one member of the bar tonight. Sheamus agrees. Braun says that he's gonna go get him. He goes backstage and who should appear but Joseph Park. No, I'm kidding. It's Braun's brother, Brain Strowman. Uh, the bar jumps Brains. Brains gets the upper hand and the bar bail out of the ring. Ending the segment. So I thought that was pretty cool. He's the Braun and the other one's the Brains. It's... Yeah, that was nice players there. And then the Joseph Park thing reference is definitely spot on because that's immediately what I thought of. <laughs> uh, it's like Myrtle Urkel. Just, you oh, know, <laughs> I'm just going back there and welcome my cousin Myrtle. <laughs> and it was so obvious. And like... I love I love that the you know uh, code you know my man sold it and everything. I almost called him Cody, Corey. Yeah, Corey Graves. I I love that he like sold it and then just kind of like you know came to the realization like it's the same guy. You know, yeah, at first I was like, is Abyss going to be his partner? What the hell? Another week, another cool segment from Braun Strowman, and you wonder why he's the most over person in this whole company. There was like rumors that like maybe like Bray Wyatt is going to come back as his partner because he hasn't been seen on. TV since uh, he was put into the Lake of Reincarnation. Nah, that would be a waste because they need to single out Bray Wyatt and make it a big deal when he comes back. So having him be hey, a part of the... Yeah, of being a part... That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Make it, put him in the Battle Royal. Nah, no, I, it's just, just hold him out. Yeah, Husky Harris will make his... <laughs> oh, oh. I was so expecting Husky Harris to pop up out of that. Out yeah. Of That's Husky Harris's music. I hope he. I hope he tries to be. I really. I really hope they let him try to be like more like Dusty Rhodes, but like a modern day version of it. Because he could. Because he, he could pull that off with that. With that. With those promos, man, he could pull it off. I was kind of hoping for like Irish Junior to come out of here. Oh, jeez! Wow. Okay. So uh, Goldust cut the promo backstage talking about winning the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. He says once he wins, he feels we'll have to make a documentary about him. So Matt Hardy cuts a promo calling out the Dust of Gold, saying that he is scheduled for deletion. Uh, so Goldust versus Matt Hardy, standard match. Matt Hardy gets the win off the twist of fate. Uh, Matt goes to the Andre statue and talks to it. Alexa uh, and Mickey, what? Yeah, I was going to say, does this, does this like really put Matt Hardy as like the uh, you know front runner for uh, getting the uh, Andre the, winning the Andre uh, Battle Royal this year? He could take it home and like have a hangout with Vanguard One. Yeah. Let's see. Alexa and Mickey do a selfie video talking about talking smack about Nia Jax, making fat jokes and ugly jokes. Be a star, guys. Dee's <laughs> uh, favorite John Cena. See, see, I wrote this hoping that Dee would be here, but she's not. So Dee's favorite John Cena comes down for his weekly Undertaker guilt trip. 
Uh, Roman Reigns is in the locker room. He tells Roman not to ruin his opportunity at Mania because he's already had one cancel Mania match. He doesn't want another. Nobody ever said that match was happening, by the way. Uh, Roman says he respects Kurt, but if Brock flinches, he's going to go after him. Uh, He's Slater versus the Drifter. Two of the WWE musicians are having a match. Slater holds his own for a while, but ultimately Drifter hits the Drift away, and that's that. Uh, Braun Strowman. You'll appreciate this one, Classic. Braun Strowman is wandering around backstage. He's approached by J.D. Roth from the Game Pro TV show. <laughs> Damn. Just kidding, it's Kurt Hawkins. Wow. He wants to be his partner. Braun asks, yeah. what's his one? Oh, hold on. Let me do the Hogan voice. I want your one loss, forever, brother. Uh, <laughs> show me the Carfax. <laughs> show me the Carfax, Kurt Hawkins. Uh, Hawkins says, it's not great, but this could be my big break. Braun smashes him through a wall and says, ah, there's your big break. Kurt Hawkins out here being a real life pick me. That was hilarious. It was. He, he had on the goddamn t-shirt. I want to get a pick me Braun shirt now. Like this was all Steve Lombardi back when he was like, pick me, Steve. Pick me to be your partner. Like just call back to that. And by the way, that's JD Roth, host of I'm Telling, uh, before he was the uh, host of Game Pro. Right. And also JD Roth How producer. Was that dude? I mean, has, was that dude already older already when he did that? He's, he he is one of those people that gets those like Dick Clark. Uh, you know, elixirs from the Ryan Ryan uh, Seacrest of Lazarus Pits. You know, like he just never looks old. He's like Tim Blair probably drinks. Yeah, pretty much. You know, and you know, I bring it Ryan Seacrest because he's one of those rapey dudes from that Me Too era. So fuck him. So he was like already. I'm looking here. He was like in his early 20s. No, he was like in his yeah in his early 20s or so when he did Game Pro. Uh, yeah, he looked like a child. Yeah, but no one's no one's better than uh you know. Johnny Arcade from the oh, God, video Johnny power. Arcade. Yeah, Johnny Arcade's the legend. What are you talking about? If the two of them went together head to head, like, you know, match, uh, money's on Johnny Arcade every time. Nerd shit right here. Nerd shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Renee Young interviews Naya Snacks. She says Alexa's comments brought her back to growing up. Growing up different as a kid. She thought Alexa was her best friend and she thought she could trust her. She's emotional and says that he, she is she, who she is and that's how God made her. I like to point out that. She was a model. Listen, I don't like this mean girls angle any more than a lot of you guys do. But, uh, you know, for those little girls out there, this gives them a little something to latch on to. So, I mean, if it furthers them along, I'm all for it. You know, but she's a model and WWE acts like she's the kid from Wonder. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's uh, it's be a star. It's teaching some lessons. You know, this is for the for the the young ones. I, I just like the fact that they've got something to do on the show and it gives them an actual match that people can, you know, glom onto and, uh, you know, might steal a little show. Alexa might do a little something there that make this uh, worthwhile because on any street corner, this is a squash. Hmm, we will see. So Alexa Bliss and Mickey James against Dana Brooke and Asuka. Typical tag match. Asuka gets the hot tag, hits Mickey with the Asuka kicks. Mickey gets the upper hand on Asuka. Asuka gets the Asuka lock on Mickey and Mickey taps immediately. Alexa and Mickey jump Asuka and then Dana, but then Naya runs down and the two heels head for higher ground, but not before Naya grabs Alexa by the hair. Mickey distracts Naya, and Naya slams Mickey around, staring down Alexa as she stands on the ramp, looking at Naya like a deer in headlights. Did somebody say distraction? Oh, cute. Yep, distraction. You gotta do it. I appreciate <laughs> uh, The people are into this. The people are into seeing Naya win the championship. The people are into seeing Naya squash Alexa like a bug. And, um, you know, so go ahead and pull the trigger, man. Give the people what they want. I kind of, I can, I can also see, uh, I can also see Alexa getting away with one here. I mean, I don't, that's not, I don't want to see that, but I kind of see 
that's how they do with her. Like every time you think she's she's done, they always pull the switch the switcheroo on her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's a really good heel. So I mean, she 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 gets heat and she's a heat magnet. So they just keep building it up with her. So, but I I don't think so. I think I think they they're gonna let her kind of yeah. I think she's gonna. I don't know about a squash. She might have some underhanded tricks up her sleeve, but uh, I still think Nia is gonna prevail. Yeah, I think there might be a a, a potential run in by Mickey to kind of you know offset that whole thing of uh, their friendship or their budding. Uh, you know, sort of a uh, you know tag team, so to speak, if you will. Or, uh, but uh, yeah, Nia is pretty much going to overpower that and make a WrestleMania moment for the uh, Samoan fam. So, all right, Brock and Paul Heyman are backstage. Kurt Angle is like, "Hey, where are you going?" Paul says he's going to speak positively about Roman Reigns. So Paul and Brock come down. A bunch of superstars come out and block the ramp so that Roman can't interfere. Uh, Paul cuts a stellar promo once again. Still, Roman comes down. He stands in front of the superstars and and they won't let him pass. Roman grabs a mic and asks him if these full-time guys are really going to protect the part-timer. Uh, the guys part. Roman comes down in the ring. They stare each other down. They go out. Roman hits Brock with four Superman punches. Uh, Roman picks up the title and holds it up, looking at the media sign. While Roman is distracted, Brock gets him up for an F5, and that's all she wrote. This wasn't a match, but that's a damn finish. So, you know, um, I'm going to sip some alien vodka to that. Out of space vodka. A, a, a uh, classic. Remember back in the day, like before every like pay per view, uh, on the go home segment, on the final segment, they would always have people come out and just like have a big melee. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and it's kind of a, like a fake lumberjack thing where they bring out everybody. You yeah, know, like, like, turns... yeah, like so and so will come out, and then whoever's fighting him comes out, you know, to get him, and then mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially before the go home, before like the Royal Rumble, that was like a big thing to, for that. But uh, it was before Mania. You know, they're really trying to put some shine on this match, which doesn't really necessarily need that extra shine of the uh, extra participants or the, uh, you know, the, the lumberjacks or the barricade, if you were, you know, because this is a rematch of an old older media match, which was which ended with no clear winner because Seth Rollins came and uh, gave it the po- best possible mania ending ever. But, uh, you know, we should see these two go at it. And, uh, you know, I think this this segment sells Roman and puts him, you know, in a upper position because the last few weeks Roman's kind of looked terrible, but at the same time having Brock come out on top at the end kind of, you know, puts it in doubt for the, uh, those at home that are trying to keep score. So yeah, I thought it was a good segment altogether. You know, um, the Superman punch is weak. So the fact that he had to do three or four of them, yeah, that's what it is. Why do we have to see Roman get beat up like three weeks in a row though? Uh, I guess to build sympathy for him because uh, the fact is, he, he, Brock, Brock Lesnar's right when he says Roman's his uh, B word. I mean, the, the the stats are there. It just seemed unnecessary. It's like, oh, the same way that I watched Roman the last three weeks get laid out. Oh, I got to see it again. They could have just ran that video package and been done with it, and not or like split it up or like ran the video package last week and not have him get beat up again. But I just got to beat up three times. Why do I think he's gonna win? Oh, no, I think that's probably for the Atlanta crowd. You know, make sure they get their money's worth because otherwise, you know, it's like when you get to see Roman get beat up. We just saw a video package. What the hell? We're not coming back to any WWE shows. Yeah, reward the crowd. I mean, this is a W. This is WCW country, or formerly WCW country. So let them have their fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. I thought it was just one beat down too many. So nah, I was like, Ugh. and shout out to our very own Tobias Wilborn, who is uh in the crowd at those proceedings. I think he got a shot on camera too. So if you want to look for him, you know. Yeah, big up to the the big homie Tobias. 
from Know the Score fame. Beer it is. So, Sam, uh, since you're back, we got to get your rating. Uh, how many Sour Patch Kids for this oh, episode of Raw? What does it go to? We'll go, we'll go five. We'll go small scale. Uh, maybe a two and a half. Okay. All right. There weren't, there weren't, there weren't like, what, three matches? Three, four matches at the show. Yeah. It didn't even end with a match. Yeah. Yeah. I also give this, like, two and a half packs of sunflower seeds. That's about, that's my new chairman <laughs> rating scale. All right, Fox, Fox Motor. <laughs> Uh, Greg, your your thoughts on the go home show? Uh, I guess I'll give it probably like two point five uh, balls of Jack. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the same scale, about two and a half to you know it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't the type of go home show we're used to where we're you know just they use this filler. Like I swear they showed at least showed this at least four times. They opening they... segment they showed that like four times. They showed a shitload of video packages, and I think they made a lot of video package material in this show. But you know, as far as like matches go, you know, the, you know the 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 Rollins Finn Balor match took up a lot of space, as did you know a number of the other matches. So I mean, as far as going home show shows go for Mania, this is kind of par for the course for Raw. But you know, it, it feels like there could have been a little extra. I think the ending maybe added a little bit with the Roman turnaround. But then to end the show on that kind of, you know, Brock wins note or Brock comes out on top, no standing tall. You know, it, it really just changes it a little bit. So right. that's all it is. Right. So we'll move into SmackDown as I'll be the SmackDown Matters correspondent tonight. As Daniel Bryan welcomes everyone to the show, brings out Shane to the ring. They shake hands. They're all friends again. Shane praises Daniel Bryan as a role model for fighting for what he believed in and getting cleared. Shane then talks about his own medical issues, his hernia, his diverticulitis, and staph infection. But he says he's clear and he's ready to give his all on Sunday. Brian admits to making mistakes when it comes to Sammy and Kevin, and he he apologizes to Shane. Shane says it's all good because he made some mistakes as well. Brian says they need to resolve their issues by hugging it out. Shane offers a handshake. Brian says they just shook hands two minutes ago and that Nashville wants to see them hug it out. Shane says he's not that much of a hugger, but the crowd wants the hug. So they hug it out and proclaim that they are on the same page and will get their payback on Sunday. Shane is looking forward to the opportunity of rating SmackDown of Sammy and Kevin. And Brian says that they will beat the hell out of them at WrestleMania. Good opening segment. Established that Shane McMahon can wrestle. Acknowledgement of the, uh, you know, the diverticulitis in the hospital stay and all that other stuff. It's funny because, I mean... This blurs the lines. I mean, you could say this was for storyline, but uh, I mean, given the amount of damage that they got, you know, and how damaging it looked and everything, I mean, he could have legit had the particularitis. So, and it's funny because that's what Brock Lesnar had going into one of his US, his USVC fights, and it, it it shows that Shane has something to fall back on as far as toughness goes. If uh, you know, he's the uh, face in peril in this match because he's you know obviously the least. Uh, I wouldn't say experienced, but, uh, you know, the least of, of, of a wrestler of the two. Right. Of, of the four that are com- competitors. Yeah. I think this is this really sells the match even more so for Mania uh, as far as the SmackDown crowd goes. Oh, yeah, yeah. To see those two together finally, finally make this big turn of this battleship of an arc that they've been building up for the last three months where it looked like they were about to maybe be against each other, but now they seem like they've got a common goal and so they're back on track together so that was good 
We had Charlotte versus Natalia. This match got the Finn Balor Seth Rollins treatment as they got like 25 minutes in this match. Uh, Charlotte goes up top, but her moonsault catches Natalia's knees. Both women are down. Carmella arrives. She teases another cash in. Charlotte cuts off Carmella. She takes her out with the big boot. Natty rolls up Charlotte for two. Charlotte then gets the figure eight on Natalia, and Natalia taps out. After the match, Asuka arrives and tells Charlotte that she will bow down to the Empress because no one is ready for Asuka. Charlotte grabs the mic, then says that she's ready and asks Asuka if she is. And then they stare at the WrestleMania sign. Uh, they didn't touch here on SmackDown, so that was good. They did touch a little bit later in the Mix Max Challenge. Nobody really saw that, so I'll take it. <laughs> I like I like the run-ins. And I, I tell you why. Um, Carmella is really, you know... The, I'd say she's on the rise. If this turns out to be something where, you know, uh, if this turns out to be something where, uh, you know, uh, Charlotte and uh, Asuka, you know, go the distance and, uh, you know, either depending on whether it's uh, Asuka winning or or even Charlotte winning, Carmella is pretty much poised to make that run in and, uh, you know, kind of go for the title. And, uh, yeah, her gimmick is fabulous. But it was kind of weird seeing, you know, her with the fabulous tights and everything. I haven't watched it in a while, but the like kind of like it's kind of reminiscent of the fabulous Mula, which they had they can't mention on TV now. <laughs> but uh, you know, it kind of was like foreshadowing to me as far as like, oh yeah, she might actually go over uh, at Mania and steal a show with the uh, cash in. Oh man, you want to talk about heat? Woo. Oh my god, for real to do that at Mania too? Oh you know? man, that that would be just nuclear heat and then again might steal the night you know so the run-ins and everything was a good idea and then you know charlotte and natalia doing that uh getting 20 minutes again that's a callback to their epic nxt uh women's championship matchup you know which was historic history making and uh, having a chance to do that so yeah i think it was a a, a good way to go home on smackdown you know to, to highlight the women on doing that you know I, was, I think it was a good call on their, on their part. AJ comes in. He gets a promo on Nakamura. And he says that he may be emotional, but he's a champion and that his emotions are his strength. AJ says that Nakamura is taking him too lightly and they are far from the Tokyo Dome. This is a dream match, but the reality is that he will beat Nakamura. Then we get Rusev versus Jinder Mahal. Singh brother distracts Rusev but he eats a head kick, allowing Jinder to get a roll-up for it too. The Machka kick by Rusev to Mahal earns Rusev the victory. After the match, Randy Orton arrives and he RKO's Rusev to ruin Rusev Day. Orton then RKO's uh, Aiden English as well. Then Bobby Roode is shoved into Randy Orton. Roode hands Orton the U.S. title while the whole crowd is going crazy chanting Rusev Day. The crowd definitely told the Booker man and the owner who they want to see win the United States championship. Now, Rusev what, Day is almost as big as Walk with Elias. It's yeah. like huge. Yes. And we'll see if the owner and the Booker man listens to his crowd like he claims he does. Because Rusev Day is huge. I mean, it, it's not as big as it was a few months back, but I mean, they were definitely about Rusev Day in Atlanta, and it was deafening. Hey, Don, you're here every day. You're the Roman Reigns of this podcast. Uh, what's <laughs> over 
as the Booker man, what's over with the uh, WrestleCast crowd? I mean, like, what should we be pushing? What's our Rusev day? What's our Rusev day? Yeah. Uh, anything involving Miss Didi Jonay? She 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 does bring the uh, the SmackDown matters uh, voice to the yard. So uh, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, that's we'll keep the push on. Yeah, yeah. So the new day comes out. They hype the WWE Network as free to new subscribers. The Usos arrive and say that it will cost the New Day and the Bludgeon Brothers when they win at Mania. The Bludgeon Brothers arrive and then they smash the camera that was shooting the promo. So they took three teams, or basically the team with the best promo in WWE right now, and you know made them basically sell that network. That sucked. Um, next up, we got Ziggler, Corbin, Mojo, and Primo. Versus Zack Ryder, Tyler Breeze, Fandango, and Todd Dillinger. Fandango and Primo tag in. Fandango hits a Falcon Arrow, and it breaks down as guys get tossed over the top. Corbin tosses Breeze onto the pile on the floor, and the end of days finishes Fandango. So that means that Ziggler, Corbin, Mojo, and Primo get the win. Yeah, uh, about this match, and uh, our our good friend and world correspondent Sammy Colungo can attest to this. Um, yes, the, despite how many people were on screen, this was still sleeper because it's a Baron Corbin match. And I don't know what it is, but he's kind of lost a lot of folks who, you know, I mean, he's going to have to have like a serious WrestleMania moment, you know, to, to really win anyone over right now. It's, we're, we're, it's kind of a success with him. We're, we're seeing it all. I don't know. Nah, he's going to need more than a WrestleMania moment. He's going to need a, a couple of months of some good stuff happening to him on SmackDown for people to get, to get back behind him. So, yeah, I, I don't know. They, I thought maybe like in the summertime last year, he was kind of getting it like he was starting to turn the corner a little bit. But they definitely pushed him back down since then. We might need a damn shakeup. Put him on Raw so he can go up against, uh, you know, Matt Hardy and uh, j- jump in that like re- reincarnation. It seems to work well for some other people. <laughs> hey, Dee Dee. Speaking of Lake of reincarnation. Yeah, man. Yeah. Hi. Hello. Hi, Dee Dee. The gang's all here. Listen, I didn't mean to be like a colored person. What had happened was Thursday night shenanigans. Hey. You know how I'm gonna go home at regular time? No, one drink. Okay. Oh, girl, for business. So we ordered one drink, and then more drinks just randomly appeared. And why do you keep falling for that one drink lie? No, I knew, was, I knew. <laughs> no, no, it's not the one drink. It's the we. Shout out to Jeremiah. That we will get you every time. <laughs> it's just like, mm, okay, one drink, sure. And then, well, you jumped on right on time. We were covering happened? we're covering your show. We in the we dead in the center of SmackDown on uh, matters. Say word. You're, you're, tagging, you're yeah. tagging in and I'm tagging out. I gotta go. Oh. I'll see oh. y'all next week, hopefully. <laughs> All right. So, Sammy, uh, always a pleasure, man. So I got my uh, Who You Got. It's in the chat, along with a cool picture of Shawn Michaels. <laughs> that is not Shawn. Okay, you know what? <laughs> Get the hell out. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, buddy. All right, see you later. All right, thanks, Sam, for jumping in, buddy. Uh, Didi, if you do want to take over, I'm just right at the part where uh, Cam- uh, Cammy invade the set. If you have your notes this up, week? if not, yep. Yeah. If you don't, I'll take it from. I'll just no, continue no, you, to pilot you the show. I'll, All right, I'll, I'll slide in. Kevin and Sammy invade the show and say that this is their show and no one can stop them. 
They apologize to Birdie because they're going to ruin Dan Ryan's comeback and ask that Bree won't be able to put him back together again. Shane and Brian watch on and head out to the ring. Sammy and Kevin's mics get cut as Kevin starts to rant about Shane. They retreat into the crowd as Shane and Brian arrive. Brian says that this is the last time Kevin and Sammy will be on SmackDown and Shane leads the crowd in na 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 na. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. Oh, Sami Zayn was so good in this little promo right here. Oh. That Steen is rubbing off on him there. That Kevin <laughs> Steen, that, that heel heat. The fact that they brought his kid into the mix. Like, they were really stepping up game right now with the heel, the heel heat. I mean, Kevin Owens, look, The Miz is fantastic, as is Alexa. But Kevin Owens is the best heel in the business right now. And he shows it each and every time that he steps on the mic. And um, now he's bringing Sami Zayn into this? Come on now. Mr. Mr. CEO, Chairman, uh, Cody Rhodes would like a word with you. He'd like yeah, to hey, speak hey, that. They could have words. I'd like to see them go. <laughs> Because Cody Rhodes is doing a level of heel work right now that is on a, a totally like different to level. Go head to head. I mean, you know, this is talking like you know the uh, the Indies versus the Majors. Let them let them have that dream match. <laughs> all I'm no, all I'm telling you right now is this is some expertise heelism going on right now. This is some this is what Ziggler should be doing instead of whatever he is doing. He took the, he he sold out. You know, Hasht- hashtag heel life. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag heel life, you know, but you know what I'm saying? This is like, this is, this is super villainy right now. And I'm loving it. Loving it. G-Money, what you think about Daniel Bryan coming back to the ring, man? Uh, you know, we haven't had a chance to, to really talk about that as far as me and you personally. So what you think? What's out? You know, are you happy? Are you nervous? Uh, I'm happy for him, but I'm very nervous. You know, I don't want to see uh, 10 years down the line. Uh, his wife and his daughter on the episode of E60, you know, talking about his his current state. So I, I wish him the best. I'm definitely excited to see him come back, but I, I hope he's ready to come back. I mean, he's the he's the number one baby face in the business right now. So he probably just come come in on Sunday and just sit in the ring for a few minutes, and people probably still chant yes, 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 and it'll be a success. Oh yeah, so. especially back in the place where if his biggest triumph. After, exactly. you know, 18 months of the company holding him down and holding him back. So, yeah, man, this is going to uh, – he might cry at the end of this match for sure. <laughs> I don't blame him. He, he's come, you know, a long way. So, he, he deserves to show any type of emotion that he wants to. All right. Main event time, we've got AJ Styles and Nakamura teaming up to go against Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin. Tags are made to Styles and Gable. Styles runs wild and lays in strikes to Gable and lands the Bele kick to Shelton. The Ushigaroshi to Gable and Styles hits the phenomenal forearm and he pins Chad Gable. After the match, Styles talks shit to Nakamura and then Shelton and Gable attack and Nakamura fights them off. Styles teases a phenomenal forearm, but he stops short and pats Nakamura on the head as payback for last week. So that was a pretty good callback from the spot that they did last week with Nakamura teasing the Kinsasha. Uh AJ did the dick move where he looked like he was going to tag him in. He was like, nah. He stood right beside him, looked at him, and jumped up and did the springboard phenomenal forearm to Gable and got the pin. Basically telling you know Nakamura, I want you to see how I'm going to beat you. So Yeah. That, that whole uh, pat on the head, that whole Western supremacy, that is not a good look. But at the same time, it does sell their head-to-head match. So, I mean... Yeah, it only looks good because Nakamura did it to him first. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of <laughs> it's, it's a dick move, but you know, well, as a Hulu watcher now, 
you know, I didn't see last week. So, you know, to me, this was like, oh, you're a dick. Really? West Virginia? That's what you're doing now? Really? Supremacy? But, you know, now now with the context, I understand. But at the same time, this is, this is not, this is going to go, this is going to steal the show. I'm telling you, this is going to steal the show. This is worth me paying $9.99 again. Yes, Classic is back on the network, on the WWE network. So, uh, you know, you going to check this out. Legitly. Miss Didi, give us some thoughts about your show this week. What did you like? What you didn't like? Um, I did not like how he patted Nakamura's head. I can tell you that much. <laughs> hey, she yeah. says it. It's true. I'll be treating my friend like a little child. I'm, don't be, no, I don't like that. Um, and then I really did enjoy Sammy being iconic heel that he was. And Orton was around. Eh. <laughs> Meh. Meh. Bruh, I like. Bruh. I, I, I want to say right now, I, I hate to run in on this, but when we to NXT cast, I got some comments because uh, I'm watching Kari Say Vanessa Bourne right now, and uh, yeah, it's been a while since I watched NXT, so yeah. I watched NXT this week too. I think Classic's comments will be accompanied by the hashtag Creepcast. Lord, <laughs> <laughs> who are you trying to creep on, little Nessa girl? I gotta take a knee right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't an iconic go home show, but it was. It was good enough. It was just get gets the job done level. Yeah. What we were giving on this on this day. That seems like all week for WWE. They they just gave us enough to you know be they gave us C work this week. Mm-hmm. In hopes that you know we they'll give us A work this weekend. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, as classic. Okay. Yeah, hopefully. As a classic stated earlier in the show, please, cspn.us, Busted Tees, get you guys a cool t-shirt for the springtime. Weather's getting right out there. Hey, I got my Thanos shirt for Infinity War. If you want to show to the premiere, look at Floss, look at Fly, get your shirt today. BustedTees.com. From Busted Tees. Busted Tees through cspn.us. Do it. Because I'm going to be at that premiere looking fresh. You want to be at that premiere... Looking all stale and stuff with some old Civil War, some old uh, you know Avengers: Age of Ultron T-shirts. You want the newest <laughs> joints? Busted tees. Do it today. Yeah. So you help us keep the podcast free. I don't want to charge y'all for these podcasts, y'all. I need the money. So I will charge you. So you're officially Team Thanos here. Yeah, of course he is. Bro, look at my look at my avatar right now. Have you met him? So you're 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 all about seeing uh, your favorite superheroes get tossed into the oblivion, huh? This is exactly how I do with these podcasts. <laughs> Didi knows, and uh, I mean, it's like I came back now for a reason. Uh, uh, came back the, now. Got to get the heat on the baby faces. We get, gotta do it. Whoa. Gotta do it. Big comeback gotta put uh, y'all in the Avengers. Y'all had it. Y'all had it nice for too long. Wow. <laughs> They got a shirt called Grew to the Loom. I love it. Do it <laughs> today. Are we not selling this thing? Or are we not selling this thing? That's right. Oh, I love it. All so these checks from Busted Teeth. And by the way, get you some Funkos through CSPN.us. I tell you now, my Funko collection is tight right now. I mean, a lot of it's because Toys R Us is closing down. But if oh. you go to Funko directly and get the sets, trust me, the sets are nice. They got like, you can just get like the Hulk by himself or you can get like um finn from uh, you know the, the last jedi by himself but you go to funko.com 
through Busted T, I mean through CSPN.us, you can get the set with Finn fighting Captain Phasma, or you can get Han Solo fighting Greedo. The sets, two Funko Pops in a row and a backdrop through Funko, through CSPN.us, right to your house. And you got to worry about, you know, nothing. All you got to do is help keep our, keep our podcast free, get all you need right there. There you go, folks. Selling. Keep selling. <laughs> so 205 Live really fast. The Drew Gulak, Mark Andrews match that was set for tonight is not going to happen. Instead, we're going to get a main event of Kalisto and Buddy Murphy. So we start off with Lindsay Dorado and Graham and Elite versus Hideo Tommy and Akira Tozawa. Graham and Elite tags in and Hideo Tommy fights out of the Metal League driver. Then Hideo Tommy starts grabbing at the mask of Metal League until Dorado makes the save. It breaks down and the ref tosses the match out. Post-match, Tozawa and Atami lay out Dorado and Metal League. So it looks like Hideo Atami's uh, heel ways have rubbed off on Akira Tozawa. And uh, so they're going back and forth with this little feud. I guess this looks like it's going to, you know, kind of set up the need for some tag team titles. Drew Gulak explains that his match with Andrews is postponed until next week. Gulak says that he's the best submission specialist in WWE today. And if you step to him, you will tap out. Uh, he says, why did he put the, uh, uh, Gulak on Andrews and leave it on longer than he needed to? And then he has like a little PowerPoint presentation. And then it says, because I could in really bold letters. <laughs> uh, Andrews says that he's here to prove a point. Gulak crossed the line. And he says the next week, Gulak will wish he never underestimated Andrews. We get the premier athlete, Tony Nice versus Jonathan Pierce. Pierce stuns Nice off the ropes, heads up top, but Nice cuts him off. Nice hits him with the gut buster, and then he hits the running Nice, and Tony Nice gets the win. Dorado and Metalik are getting medical attention backstage when Murphy walks up on Kalisto and, and says that he's in his way tonight. Buddy Murphy says he'll make it quick so Kalisto can get back to his friend. Then we get our main event, Buddy Murphy versus Kalisto. Murphy takes Kalisto up top, then he follows him up, and Kalisto fights him off. Kalisto then hits the rolling kick in Code Red for a great near fall. Kalisto fires up, but Buddy Murphy counters Slita Del Sol. Kalisto fights off two attempts at Murphy's Law, but Buddy Murphy gets it on the third try, and Buddy Murphy wins the match. All right, let, let's back up here. Let's back up. I love Buddy Murphy. I love Kalisto. I think this is great for the broadcast. And it's, it's been a while since I've been here. But are we getting a marital rub here? Because isn't he the one that married Alexa? He's his. Uh, he's dating Alexa. They're not. They're dating Alexa. They're rub. serious. They about to get married. Whatever. He's getting that rub because I mean the other tag partner. Where's he at? Uh, yeah, I don't know where Blake is at. It's been a while. Uh, he might have got released. He either he's, either got released or he's hurt. One of the two. Alexa got some stroke backstage, y'all. <laughs> hey, hey, look. Hey, look, get with the winning team. That's all it is. It's a quote Jeremy on Chronic College. That's all it is. <laughs> um, Buddy Murphy and Kalisto did something we thought we'd never see. They actually got these people up out of their seat for a 205 Live main event. And it all happened based off one move. Buddy yeah. Murphy did a running suplex on the apron to Kalisto. and looked like he almost broke his back. And from then on, the crowd was like... <gasps> And Which negates what I just said because he earned it. <laughs> and they're, and they're I, totally I, into I, this match. 
Yeah, you got you to gotta tip your cap to Buddy Murphy on that because he actually performed. I, I watched this, and he really did show out here. So Yeah, man. Yeah. Buddy Murphy's been – he's got a resurrection. I mean, yeah, the Alexa Bliss thing may be true to give him some shine, but he's actually taking advantage of it. So big ups to Buddy Murphy. We get into NXT really fast. Really nothing much happened. We had the finals of the uh, Dusty Rhodes Classic, the Authors of Pain versus Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne. Pete Dunn and Roderick Strong hit the double team bitter end, but Razor makes the save. Dunn and Strong run wild, but get cut off by the Authors of Pain. Everybody is down, and that's when Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly arrive, and they beat down everybody, and the referee has to call it a no contest. We- a dusty finish to the Dusty Road Classic <laughs> is like the most poetic thing to ever happen in wrestling this week. They had Y'all, to do it. Bruh, I, I watched this tonight. Because I'm catching up, you know. Shout out to Hulu. Um, and, like, to me, as it's playing out, I'm like, oh, my God, this is perfect. Because this cuts right into Mania, cuts into the NXT weekend. Um, what's, the, what's the hashtag for NXT tomorrow uh, on Saturday? Uh, back that cast up. By the way, very creative. <laughs> I don't know if, you, Don, you or Didi came up with that. But, you know, y'all get a bonus for that, right? Right there. It wasn't me. That it was, was inspired, though. Yes, that, <laughs> okay. that was me. Uh, in my shower thinking I want to make one of these hashtags New Orleans centric and I can't mess with Wrestlemania so it's got to be NXT but what can it be right uh, you'll agree with me the shower is TMI but uh, Don I love you but listen my my best um, thoughts for this for this podcast happen usually in the shower hey Pythagoras came with a lot of shit in the shower in the bathroom but uh, yeah we we will get you your bonus so uh, appreciate you uh, William Regal comes out. He's pissed. Regal announces that the Undisputed Era will defend the tag title at TakeOver against the Authors of Pain and Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne. And the winners will be the winners of the Dusty Rhodes Classic and the Tag Team Champions. So my man Adam Cole's got a chance to win a trophy he didn't even originally compete for. That's pretty dope. Hey, injury creates opportunities every time in wrestling. It's like, okay, he can't be on the solo tip. You know, for whatever reason, or they can't be on the tag team tip. It puts Adam Cole right in that position to keep going with the undisputed era, which is they operate off the free word rules anyway, and right. it keeps him in the hunt as far as some relevance. Adam Cole doesn't need this. The fact that they can be disruptors and put them in that, and William Regal making his his decision, it really puts a complex situation with NXT with those with that Dusty Rose Classic and those tag team titles. So. They come on on top. It's great. If not, they're still disruptors, and it puts them in that position where they can, you know, contend for those titles down the line. NXT still the most gripping wrestling promotion going today because they keep doing revolutionary things like this that the main shows or other wrestling promotions don't dare to do. We get a great video package on the announcement of the NXT North American Championship. Uh, it will be a ladder match on Saturday with EC3, Adam Cole, Velveteen Dream, Laura Sullivan, Killian Dane, and Ricochet. Then we get an even better video package about the trials and tribulations between Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. <laughs> then we get Classics Creepcast Baywatch match as we have Kari Sane versus Vanessa Bourne. Bruh. 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 Look, I haven't watched in a while. Vanessa Bourne, you are reaching Alicia Fox territory right now. Thank oh, you. that's high praise. That is high, uh, bruh. And this is not based on weeks of watching. This is based tonight, as we're recording this right now, and me watching NXT on mute with the subtitles. 
when that came up, I was like, wait a minute. I've seen Vanessa Bourne before, but to see her in action and see how it all plays out, yeah. Classic's got a new fave <laughs> on the top five. All Shucky Ducky Whack Whack down. <laughs> uh, Kari heads up top. Bourne follows. Kari saying fights her off and knocks her into the tree of woe. And then she hits her with a double foot stomp. Then Kari Sane hits that beautiful top rope elbow drop, and Kari Sane picks up the win. We have Lacey Evans in the back. She's issuing a statement and says that she can't get a title shot, but Regal keeps giving all the other trash competitors title shots. She has shown what a strong woman is capable of, and then she starts running down like everybody in the ladies' division. So that was pretty funny. Cole and, I, Cole and uh, Kyle O'Reilly are in the back. They catch Regal coming out of like one of the doors going to the production truck and they yell at him for making Cole have to work twice on Saturday. Regal says Cole can work twice or O'Reilly can go into the tag team match alone or Cole can pull out of the ladder match. He tells them to just figure it out. Then we get a video package uh, for the CN Almas versus Aleister Black match that will be coming up at TakeOver. And then we get our main event Killian Dane versus Laura Sullivan. Let's back up a second. Mm-hmm. Um, only because I realize this is the first time, maybe the first out, but the first time for me watching a Hulu, by the way, um, <laughs> that Killian, you know, looks actually weak in a match. Like he actually looks like he's going to be on the like lower hand of this because of the attacks by CN Almas and the fact that he actually looks vulnerable here. Like, Killian oh, you mean Al- like, Alistair Black? You mean? Alistair Black. Why yeah. am I saying Killian? Because I just yeah. mentioned but, him. <laughs> Alistair Black. Yeah, but no, Alistair Black. I mean, all this time, Alistair Black has been strong, like up until this point, to the point where, like, you know, he's been like that heel, say, but he's going against another heel, and he's like, kind of the face. It's kind of weird that he like looks really weak in this. He's getting attacked and everything. Yeah, I don't know when we get to who you got if it's gonna be like a, a factor there, but it really has me like concerned for his like, you know really concerned for him on the kayfabe side well-being wise i don't know if anyone else agrees with me on that but it's like wow this is the first vulnerability i've seen of him no seeing almas has definitely got like a real vendetta and a real mean angry vibe to him based off of uh alistair black's disrespectful nature towards selena so um, that's basically why the beat down and that's the reason why he looks so vulnerable is because seeing almost is just like running off rage right now. So seeing almost is running off that, uh, Alberto Del Rio type heat <laughs> and, uh, it works for him. You know, it does. And, and the fact that he's got, uh, you know, his lady's corner that really sells it. I, I'm proud of like his advancement because he was just kind of like mid Carter and like turned into like this huge heel for NXT, you know, as the champion. It's it's really the epitome of elevation. You show up each week and you do get rewarded. Yeah. He almost quit, but Alberto's on to stick it out. And so he stuck it out and good things happen for him. Uh, Sullivan avoids the Vader splash and heads up top. McKillian Dane cuts him off and the both men are on the uh, top rope. They like headbutt each other and they both fall to the floor. So Velveteen Dream comes out and he heads up top and he looks like he's going to like pick which side he wants to like do that elbow drop on, which man he's going to do the elbow drop on. But then Adam Cole comes out. Then EC3 comes out. Then Killian Dane and Lars Sullivan get back in the ring and we have this big five way stare down. Then all of a sudden Ricochet's music hits and he comes in and he slides in and he hits the ropes and does his Superman pose and all six men have a stare down. 
And that's how we ended NXT. This could go any way, and that's what makes NXT great right now. Is it could be Adam Cole, it could be the Velvet Dream, it could be Ricochet, it could be anyone right now. It could be EC3. Everyone has a viable spot right now, and that's what makes it so fantastic. And what why NXT is gonna steal the weekend with the two the back that cast up, which is a great hashtag, by the way. Who do I give credit to for this? Who do I give them the most to? Me, it's all me. It's all. It's all. Wow, Didi, you're not even gonna try to step in and take. It wasn't me. Okay, you thought I was lying? No, I seriously came up with it. Like, uh, what today is? Today is Thursday. It it was like Saturday morning. I came up with it. Like, yep, I'm gonna do it. Don, you are the glue guy. You you know, I'm never gonna (laughs) deny you. But the fact is, you know, there's so much going on right now with this. Like, what is this? A six way? Yep, six way ladder match. My. God, this might steal the entire weekend right here. I will tell you right now. Watch Saturday. Don't wait for Sunday. Watch Saturday. Yeah, there's Casa. There's there's might be your weekend. There's four matches that I got my eye on. That's that six way ladder match right there. It's Johnny Gargano versus Ciampa, AJ versus uh, Shinsuke, and then Charlotte versus Asuka. Those oh four matches are the, like the four main WWE matches that I have. One of those four matches is going to be the match of the weekend. But the sneaky match of the whole WrestleMania weekend may be Cody versus Kenny. That's happening in ROH. Greg, I, I got to get your chime in on here. Like, what do you think? Uh, who's going to steal the show? <laughs> the match is going to steal the show? Is Don telling tells, tells right now or do you agree with him? Uh, Yeah, I mean, probably as far as like buzz, yeah. I, I think it'll it'll probably be the the, the dawn of the internet. I don't know if it actually be the 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 match of the of the weekend. Yeah, I mean the internet kind of ruins everything, but I mean yeah yeah people gonna buy in and everything and say what they want to say, but it's really what the internet's talking about, which is gonna factor. I mean Cody Kenny is like huge huge. You know, but you know, can it overshadow a lot of these other matches? I don't know. The, it's gonna be hard to tell. Another sneaky match that's also happening on Ring uh Supercard of Honor is going to be for the ROH six men tag team titles. They're having a, a ladder match there. So called SoCal Val versus the Young Bucks and Flip Gordon. That could be a that could be Bruh. that could be a yes. that could be a good one. A, a sleeper match. So Val was in. Yeah. So yeah, those are like five matches this weekend that are probably going to be the biggest talked about matches. So without further ado, we'll get into I don't know if we're going to actually play who you got for NXT because you guys don't really watch it on a regular basis. I, I want to be fair. I don't want to you yeah. know just just rampage over you guys. But I will watch it on Hulu. But you know what? I'm a, I'll, I'll, I'll run down. The, I'll run down the card, though, so everybody knows what they'll be getting ready for on this Saturday. Again, mm-hmm. 8 p.m. Hashtag back that cast up. Uh, join us and please share your commentary with color. Wow. So- Shout out to DD Janae for that hashtag. For real. <laughs> really. You know, you came through in the clutch. So we're, go- the- we're going I'm to. I'm fucking with you, Don. I know. I know you came up with it. <laughs> we're going to have a lights out, non sanctioned match between Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. As we stated before, for the NXT North American title, we're going to have a six-way ladder match between EC3, Killian Dane, Ricochet, Velveteen Dream, Adam Cole, and Laura Sullivan. For the NXT Tag Team Championship and the Dusty Rhodes Classic, we're going to have the Undisputed Era versus the Authors of Pain versus Roderick Strong. And finally, 
uh, NXT Women's Championship match. Excuse me. We're going to have Ember Moon versus Shayna Baszler. I know Didi Jonet is looking forward to the outcome of that oh. one. And our main event, the NXT Championship. Andre Cien Almas with Zelina Vega versus Aleister Black. So, yeah, TakeOver is going to be uh, really good. The Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, two years in the making, finally got it. Love how they got back to it. Love how it's going to be like a lights out, unsanctioned match. So, basically, anything goes, and I just can't wait to see what those boys do. Cause... Hey, look, the reputation of Granny's at stake, because she stood Ciampa when no one else could. <laughs> so, do, do it for Granny. I watched that. I was like, yo, Granny 316, let's go. <laughs> did you see that episode, Gray? No, I did not. Uh, Bruh, go back and watch that for real. I'm telling you for real. Just watch that moment with Granny. It might be You're talking about Abuelita? Abuelita? Yes. <laughs> she showed out. I want to get a t-shirt for Abuelita, man. I want to sign her. She is so good. No fear in her heart. She looked down Not at all. I, I, went, I listened to Rastercast that, week, that weekend. I was like, yeah, y'all covered it. I'm glad. I'm so proud. <laughs> so now we're finally here for what we all came to do. And that's play Who You Got for WrestleMania 34. Wow. So, so the hashtags are, of course, for the pre-shows, hashtag say no to the pre-shows. Mm. And then for the actual main show of WrestleMania, our hashtag will be hashtag ManiaCast. So join us at 7 p.m. starting this Sunday. Now, Didi, I, re- I repaid my nine ninety nine. So do I, do I have to save those to pre-shows? Because, I mean, I'm financially obligated now. Listen, if you want to watch the pre-show, that is entirely up to you. Okay. I won't be there, but... You, you sure know. might have a watch party, you know, you might come through, whatever. Listen, I will fall asleep before 7 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> it is Sunday. It's way too much. It is Sunday. You got church service. You know what I'm saying? You gotta get ready with the Lord before WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, uh, Miss Didi Jeanette, are you ready to assume your role as WrestleCast statistician? Okay, let me make sure I understand who's playing. Classic. We're all playing. Greg. Me. Yep. And Samuel's you. playing in absentia. And, Don, and Sam put his little choices in the in the chat piece. Okay. Yeah, we so yeah, scoreboard. Okay. Pull all right. Bust out the Excel spreadsheet. That probably is the best way to do that. But you're not black people. We make it difficult. <laughs> wow. <laughs> all right, so... I don't know if we're going to, uh, uh, I don't know how we're going to do the battle royals. If you guys have a single person that y'all want to just name, then you can name them. If not, then you can just say the field, I guess, and, and we'll take it as your choice. So first up in the pre-show, we're going to have the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. So I don't know who's in it. Everybody who's not on WrestleMania, just basically all your, you know, Apollo Cruises, Kurt Hawkins, Bo Dallas, Curtis Axels of the world. So, uh, Didi Jonay. Is Corbin back in it? Uh, yeah, he yeah. might be. He's in <laughs> yeah, he's in it. He's in it? Yeah. Well, my vote is him. Okay. Two-timer. All right. Classic goes with Baron Corbin. Miss Didi Jonet, who you got? Oh, uh, fuh, um. Just say the uh, field. You don't have to have a specific name for this one. Sure, the field. <laughs> the field. It's going to be the big show. He's going to show up one last time. G, <laughs> you got an individual uh, I'm gonna take the field. Although what Classic just said is probably the answer because he just he just re up with the company. So I don't I don't see how this win is really gonna help Corbin. So hey, Classic watches on Hulu, so he's a day late. So <laughs> oh, okay. 
Um, That's your own risk, brother. <laughs> okay. Hey, I'll I, I take it to feel. Like I said, I'll take it to feel. Sam chose Matt Hardy to be uh. the winner. And uh, yeah, I'm, I don't have a specific name, so I'm going to choose the field as well. So I, I don't know. Okay. Next up, we have the women's battle royal. Yeah. Look, hey, backtrack. John Cena's not in this battle royal, by the way. No, he's not. Yeah. Which would be an sucks. easy way to get to super to get to super WrestleMania if you weren't trying to be such an asshole or asking that old ass man doing <laughs> a match with you. Hey, hey what you got? What you got? old ass man. Nothing. I just don't like it when John Cena harasses them when they're clearly retired. Oh, that's oh, my problem. You, you against old ass men has harassing old ass men. I'm against John Cena doing anything but being at home, being a family man. Oh, that's well, my you know, you know, sometimes families don't need to be had. Um. Anyway, let's talk about the backstage. Anyway, let's move on to the next uh, segment. Yes. Okay. So, Mr. Uh, Greg, who you got for the women's battle royale? You got a particular single person you want to single out? Because uh, I'm looking at the list of, of ladies who they have available. Run that down for feet. us, please, before you give us your choice so we can have a sense of who's I, in it. This is what I see right now. I'm sure there are going to be more, but I, I see Sasha Banks, Ruby Riot, Sarah Logan, Leah Morgan, Becky Lynch, and Naomi. I'm going to go with the field. Okay. I'm just going to be safe here. <laughs> All right. Didi, you got a choice? Yeah. Uh, Sasha. Okay. I feel like it's going to be Sasha or Bailey. All right. Classic. Here's what I see. It's Sasha Bailey all the way down the line. The only way this works is if Bailey wins because Sasha's going to feel like she has superiority. So I got Bailey on this one. All right. You know, I started to go that route. I started to, but. I'm going to go with. Um, uh, Come on, Don. I'm going to go Come with somebody on. that's not that that a, a late entry, a, a somebody who isn't in the field yet, somebody from NXT. I think Peyton Royce is going to show up to this thing and win. That's what so I you really want to think. Pay Peyton? Wow, Don. Yes. You're getting on okay. fanboy now. Yes. Yes, that's, that is way off the board, but that's just what I feel in my heart, and I'm hoping for. Uh, and right. Sam chose Becky Lynch. Friend. Look at you week in and week out. Oh, Peyton Royce. Peyton Royce is yes, she's she's been high on my list for a while. Bro, I got the audio. I got like evidence. You were just like team Peyton Royce, <laughs> and I'm just gonna pull it off when it's ready. And then. Right. And once Peyton finally moves up to the main roster, then we'll be shifting all our focus over to Bianca Belair. Look Agreed. at you. Look at you shooting all your shots, Don. <laughs> and our final match of the Say No to Pre-Shows will be the Cruiserweight Championship between Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali. So, Miss Didi Jonay, who you got? Uh, Ali. All right. Chairman, who you got? That's a tough one because, I mean, between the both of them, either one is worthy, but I'm going to go with Cedric Alexander. He's due. All right. G Money. Go with Alexander the Great. All right. And I'm going to go with Cedric Alexander as well. I think it's his time. He's been on the cusp since the division started and he hadn't got it. So hopefully he'll uh, he'll be victorious on Sunday. Yeah. Shout out to Enzo Murray and me too, you creepy bastard. Oh, goodness. So so next we uh, get into the WrestleMania main show and we're going to have a Raw tag team title match between The Bar versus Braun Strowman and a partner to be determined. (laughs) So, Greg, who you got? 
Uh, I'm going with, I guess, Braun and Brains or whoever the hell uh, <laughs> brings out with him. Uh, you got to, uh, for a bonus point, Didi, we're going to have a bonus point. You got to, uh, uh, who do you think the partner's okay. going to be? Ooh. Uh, well, I thought it would have been uh, Dean, but I don't think he's cleared yet. I'm going to actually go with Bray Wyatt. Okay. It's going to be Bray Wyatt. Wow. Okay. Is it going to be Bray Wyatt or Husky Harris? Ooh. I don't know if they're going to go with that deep. Blake, the Lake Reincarnation is, is in effect right here. I don't think they're going to go with that deep of a cut. They are not calling that man Husky Harris <laughs> at WrestleMania. <laughs> hey, hey, history repeats itself. The voice of reason has spoken. <laughs> wow. Dee who you got? Who, me? Yes, ma'am. Of course I have Braun. Okay. Oh, this is. Well, I know this is like a bay thing for you because I know how much you love the bar. I love the. I love them all. Yes. Mm. Um, I'll say that his his teammate is the Big Show. I don't know. Okay. Whoa! Really? Yeah. They still gonna lose to the bar? Yeah, I don't know. No, the bar's gonna. Yeah, they're gonna beat the bar. Okay. Classic. Yeah. Who you got? I got um, I got Braun Strowman, and his partner's gonna be Moppy. Oh what? goodness! <laughs> Shout out to Chavo Guerrero. He don't need a partner. He's gonna come out, put Moppy on the sidelines, and he's gonna like take him out. Whereas he's done on every raw the last three weeks. You know, I got a question because I came in late. What you drinking? Oh, um, alien vodka. Mm, I knew it. And by the way, hey, by the way, we we got we got, I got a bone to axe. Moppy. Uh, it's a bone to pick, but yes, go. I got a grind to axe. Uh huh. <laughs> With you, because you was like classic is involved in all my life. Look at this bad look you at decisions. Are. Hold on, all of them, really? First of all, I still have a nephew that you have that you brought. Hey, that's Last one thing. Christmas. That's like three quarters. That's and 20, the 75%. Came with a handle. It came with a handle. <laughs> hey, hey, that has nothing mm. to do with me. Oh, okay. Your consumption <laughs> level it has to do with you. That's I still have it more than a year later, so that's Oh my god. I'm trying to protect myself. I'm just saying you whoa, whoa, you are causing bad life choices. <laughs> this is not the last time someone's accused me of bad life choices, but you know I what? Know. Hmm. Relate to liquor. Listen here. <laughs> okay, let's get back on track. You, you really gonna... picking Moppy? I'm picking Moppy. You really picking Moppy, okay. Um hey, Bray White White come out like my hey, I only had to tag you partner. Moppy. Listen. I'm going with that's, Braun Strowman. And, and my pick is going to be James Ellsworth as his partner. That might as well be Moppy because he's not contractually obligated. It might as well be Ralphus. For all you know. <laughs> oh. It might be classic. It might be Magna Prime. It might be DJ Could my be anybody. DJ We've got SmackDown Matters. We've got the SmackDown Matters Tag Team Championship match. The three-way between the Usos, the New Day, and the Bludgeon Brothers. See, the only way SmackDown Matters can go is the three-way. So, classic. <laughs> Who you got? <laughs> she likes that. By the way, shout-out to the Usos. They have really kept it up. But the New Day, I'm picking them on, out on top for the only reason is the hype, the build-up, and the fact that they are they, they got to sell more bootios after WrestleMania. All right. All right, new day for the chairman, Miss Didi Jonet. Who you got? Uh, Chris Jericho said the only thing that makes sense is the Bludgeon Brothers. So okay, I'm gonna go ahead and pick them. They just, walking out the ring with weapons. What are you talking just about? Just on a swerve. I don't know. They're right. beating people with sledgehammers. That's Triple H thing. G Money, who you got, man? Uh, I'm gonna go with a new day also, um, and 
for me, this is I think this is gonna be one of the, the top matches of the weekend. I'm surprised, you know, you guys didn't think that, but I think this is gonna be a, a really good match. Really, Greg? Over the cruiserweights? Uh, he said what he said. I, okay. yeah, I said what I said. I mean, you've been you've been, we've both been going a while. I'm just, you know, I gotta ask a question. Uh, Didi Samuel picked the Bludgeon Brothers. He did. Oh, Lord. Never mind. Now I want to change hey. my pick. Bludgeon <laughs> Brothers. Okay. And, and what are you doing, Bob? I'm going to pick the Trap Usos, the champs. Trap. You yes. stand for the Usos. It's their first wrestle for WrestleMania. Damn right they're going to show out True. and retain. They are due. You know what I'm saying? Penitentiary. Don is down with the penitentiary. Uh. Don does not pick up the soap. He's just... Next match. United <laughs> States Championship. Didi's fave. All lives. Randy Orton versus Bobby Roode versus Jinder Mahal versus Rusev Day. Ooh. So, Didi, who you got? Um, Here's the thing. I kind of have Rusev and I kind of have Bobby Roode, so I don't really know what to do with myself. I will pick Bobby Roode. All right. Greg? Yeah, I'm right there. Uh, Greg, go ahead. Uh, as much as it, it hurts my heart to say this, I think Orton is going to retain. Ew. Gross. Hey, okay. Greg, you, you have not been going long enough. <laughs> <laughs> we do not vote for Orton in anything right here. I, I'm not voting. I, was, I would like, I mean, I think everybody would like to see Rusev get, get his moment. Yeah. But I'm, I'm just hey. thinking about the way the company behaves. And I think hey, that's probably going to. I I got my money on Rusev Day. It's hot right now. It's what's kicking. I mean, Bobby Roode is, is hot too. Mixed match challenge, he might win that. So, you know, let's balance no, it out. That day. Oh, that did happen. Who won that? The I Miz and Oscar. Because Don didn't cover it. It was the Miz and, and Oscar. Oscar. They won. Yep. Thanks, thanks, Don. You're welcome. I wasn't really big on the mixed match challenge. It was it was more <laughs> comedy than seriousness. Do you not Facebook Don? No, I do not. Really? <laughs> I don't. I, I really don't. I mean, I do Facebook I either, one but... one one day a year on my birthday to tell everybody thank you for the birthday wishes I didn't see. How do you not tell your family you're not dead? <laughs> <laughs> the only reason anyone Facebooks right now is like, hey, I'm still here, auntie. But okay, I won't change my vote. So you it's said Rusev. Rusev Day. Okay. I'm, Rusev Day. I'm going Rusev, Rusev Day as well. Rusev mm-hmm. Day. Okay. And uh, uh, Sam picked Bobby Roode. Why hey. is he trying to pick everything I pick now all of a sudden? Because you two are four sheets to the wind, apparently. You combine <laughs> the three sheets with the one sheet. First of all, all Sam drinks is Mountain Dew, so he's no sheet. <laughs> <laughs> You're bringing down the average. <laughs> <laughs> he's messing with the total. <laughs> so we have the Intercontinental Championship match. We have I The Miz versus Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. So, Greg? Rollins, Balor. And whom's the Miz? The Miz. The Miz. The Miz. So, so, Greg, X-Men. who you got? Uh, I mean, you got two of the guys. They've already kind of had their WrestleMania moment. Uh, I'm gonna go out on limb. I'm, I'm gonna say Finn Balor. Okay. Miss Didi Jonay. Um, Rollins. I don't know. You confident about that? No, I'm not confident about none of this. <laughs> I hate. All right. Classic. The Miz is a father. This is an early Father's Day. He's going to go home from WrestleMania, go back to his woman and his child. Still as champion, retaining. All right. Okay. Shenanigans will consume. All he right. Got a, he got stable behind him. 
I'm going sure. with Seth Rollins as well. And uh, Sam is also going with Seth Rollins. Yo, what And here's the, the problem with Finn Balor. The good brothers are the good brothers, but they're not going to run in. They're not going to, they're going to show up late. You know what I'm saying? They're going to get the gear on. It's going to be all like, because it's dragging and shit. They, they, they're busy. Good point. I, I think and Seth Rollins runs, he walks alone because Dean Ambrose is still holding up the leg, whatever, unless he makes a surprise comeback. So the Miz, you got the Miz to Raj. So if you want to do the dusty run and finish, whatever, but the Miz can still win by cheap cheap count out or victory or whatever have you. And he retains. All right. I think this one will be a, a clean sweep across the board, this next one. For the Raw Women's Championship, we have Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax. So, Miss Didi Jone, we'll start with you. Who you got? I got I got Nia. All right. All got Nia. I think you could just write everybody yeah. down for Nia. Let's back around to Don because Don is Team Alexa. I, I am Team y'all. Alexa, but nah, this time I, I got to be smart. I'm going with Nia. Sam okay, picked Nia as well. Naya. I'm on Nia. Sam picked Nia. Yep. Classic. Mm. What do you got? Hey, I picked Nia. I'm not stupid. All right, Greg. Yeah. Samo- I, I, go, I go with Nia. Hey, hey, Didi. Oh, what are we? Yes. Simone Coalition, right? Yes, we are here. Right, let's go out. Let's All go. right. So next up, SmackDown Women's Championship. Charlotte Flair versus Asuka. Classic, mm-hmm. we'll start with you on this one. Who you got? This this is the hardest pick of the night. Cause guess what? Is it? Because Carmella runs in on any one of these, and that's my pick right there. It's Carmella. So it don't matter almost. It almost cheapens Asuka's streak. Asuka's streak is like, look, she doesn't surpass Goldberg already. She don't she surpassed everyone. So this streak doesn't have to continue. So I pick either. It doesn't even matter. It's a push for me. Carmella comes in, cashes in with her fabulous, which is throwback to fabulous Mula, you know, you know, tights, and she she pretty much comes out on top. So my pick is Carmella. Okay. All right. Miss yeah, Dizone, who you got? I got Oscar. All right. Greg, who you got? I got Oscar. And I do like but I do like classic theory. I think that will happen, but you know, Oscar will win it first and then <laughs> something will probably happen. Bruh, she is poised. She done been on the the up up down down. She done hang with the new dance. I'm seeing poised for a run. She is free of Ellsworth. She is ready to go. Oscar I mean, Carmel's going to get the push. And it's not even the Queens thing, because I'm not from Queens. What's the New York thing? You know, Sam. Let's, let's go Mets. Sam chose Oscar. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna choose. I'm gonna choose Charlotte Flair. I'm gonna choose that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna choose Did Charlotte Flair. In the Carmella running, or did, are we like all just all, all out on that one? No, he just he just put Oscar. He didn't have anything about her, anything extra there. Yeah, Sam is with the office man. He's all just right. K-fabe. Next up, Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon. Versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Greg, who you got? Uh, I gotta go with Owens and Zayn. I, I got to. Okay, all right. Miss Didi Jeanne. Um, again, I was listening to Talk Is Jericho, baby, and he said the only <laughs> way this could possibly make sense is if Daniel Bryan wins. You don't have your face come back after three years and have him lose. And, you know, I don't know. So I'll go with that. Sounds like I good booking that. to me. Sounds right. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> people do dumb shit all the time, though, but it sounds right. So Classic. This is why This is why I signed D.D. Janae, because her influence is, like, in, pivotal right now. I was about to go with, like, Owens and Zane, <laughs> but she makes sense. And so I'm going to say Brian and McMahon 
with an Owens name beat down afterward to set uh-huh. up like backlash or whatever comes after to keep the feud going. All right, okay. but it makes it, it gives them the win and still continues the feud because this sells tickets, this sells seats, this sells everything. Dave, you are a fucking genius. Well, Chris Jericho is, but yes, me too. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you too. Hey, take it. Take it. Sam yep. Sam chooses Owens and Zane. Heal life. I love it. And, and who do you choose? And I'm choosing yes. you know I, you know Don't let us sway you, Don. I'm gonna choose Use a force. Do I, it. Do it. Do I'm conflicted because I'm gonna Sorry. give you I'm gonna give you my theory. I'm gonna say Owens and Zane because one of them other two is gonna turn on each other. I don't know who. I, Ooh, if, are you talking about Shane and Daniel if, are going to turn yeah, on? Yeah. If, now, if Daniel Bryan turns on an injured Shane McMahon in New Orleans, ooh, that would be the heat. Wow! Shout out to Prince Albert and the X Factor because you, you threw that in there. That would no be that. that would be the heat. But I thought about that when when Daniel Bryan was giving his promo. I was like, oh my god, he could turn on both of them, put Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, and get with the wrestlers. It could be that easy. Yeah, so that's what I think is going to happen. I, mean, I think Daniel Bryan is, or Dark Shane Horse, is going to. If that happens, you're going to win, like, clearly. Yes. All right, next up, Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle versus Stephanie McMahon and Triple H. So, Miss Dee Dee Jonay, we'll let you start this one. Who you got? Uh, <laughs> I really want to say the McMahon so bad. So bad. But I don't believe it, so I'll go with Rhonda. All right. The Chairman? McMahons are no yeah, the McMahons are no strangers to pushing themselves for WrestleMania, but best for business. It's gonna be a push for me, but guess what? I think Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle are gonna win. So you put me down for that mm-hmm. because but it's gonna be like some weird finish because the McMahons, again, they don't wanna leave anything up to chance. They can easily take this. I'm like God damn, you guys make it so hard for picking matches because they can easily put themselves over and still put the opponent over. Stephanie could win this thing on some like cheap shit and still Ryan Rossi looks strong or Kurt Angle looks strong. But I really think it's going to be the faces in this one because they got to sell tickets and they got to keep people coming back for backlash or whatever it comes after. So I got to pick the faces on this one. All right. G-Money, what you got, man? It would it would be so much easier to kind of break down the winner of this match is like when was gonna be on this next date like is she gonna show up at Backlash so we know that for sure or are they gonna hold her out for for something else uh, I guess I'll go with Ronda and Kurt I really think it would be a lot easier to have them lose and have Kurt take the pinfall and you you know you keep her hands clean yeah. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with a win in this this case. Greg Greg brings up a good point. How do you sell Ronda Rousey going to the next few months? Because if it's a running or of any kind, it could be any woman from the backstage, and it's like a feud for Ronda Rousey, and it's like win loss. It gives her something to work on going into the next few weeks. Yeah. Is she gonna work on NXT? Is she gonna work on Raw? How does that work out? And then you gotta yeah. have some sort of big surprise for Mania. Have we called? Besides, I guess like the Carmella cash in. Yeah. About that. What's the other really big surprise? The Undertaker, Jack and John Cena up out of his seat at ringside. Undertaker's not showing for this rant. <laughs> <laughs> He's not showing for this rant. He's not showing the fuck up Ronda Rousey and her debut. So it's got to be another like woman wrestler or woman competitor, and it's got to somebody 
You just got to be somebody pro, high profile. It'll probably be right after this match, too. They'll show John Cena sitting in the crowd, yeah. and then the lights will go out, and then the next thing you know, Undertaker's just whooping his ass. That would be great, but, actually. That would but be the wonderful. Focus, <laughs> the focus of, of this is not Kurt Angle Triple H, because that's it happened before, and it's history, and Triple H has come on top. It's Ronda Rousey, Stephanie McMahon. So who's going to challenge Ronda Rousey as she continues onward? Because obviously, Stephanie well, that's the part where now this is what I see going forward. Okay, let me yeah. give Sam's uh, pick first. Sam says that he uh, picks uh, uh, Kurt and Ronda. He thinks that Kurt is going to make Triple H tap and Triple H won't let Ronda hurt Steph. So, And I'm going to pick uh, Rousey and Kurt as well. But here's what's going to happen. Here's what I think is going to happen. They're going to set up. They're going to set up McMahon Rousey feud like Austin McMahon. And so now Stephanie's going to get her arm ripped out of the socket or whatever. Come off of TV for a few months. Ronda Rousey's just going to probably beat up some people, you know, get some experience, get some wins, whatever. Then when Steph comes back, she's going to have recruited stable of people to put up against Shana Ronda and to put up against Ronda to kind of throw the red block and then we come back to Wrestlemania again yeah. and then that's when maybe Stephanie recruits Asuka to yeah. do it because as green as Ronda is now to the WWE ring there's nobody ready for her right now so she can't put up anybody currently against her unless my girl Alicia Fox comes in and like oh, just taps that Ronda Rousey which go. is not going to happen what? here we go <laughs> Here we go. Dreams. Dreams. Is she on the card? Dreams. So hey. we're going to move to the WWE Championship match. No, you don't have to. Chairman, come on. <laughs> At least a five. What is she doing on the show right now? Uh, she's at Access, I'm sure, signing autographs and looking lovely. Fine. I will join her. Um, WWE Championship match. We have the phenomenal one, AJ Styles, the face that rents the place Didi Jonet built. Versus Shinsuke Nakamura, Miss Didi Jone, who you got? Um, clearly, I've got Nakamura. All right. Of the iconic entrance music. Okay. I want ten violins, <laughs> twenty violins. They're in New Orleans. All Are they gonna break out all violins? Because they might break out something else for like New Orleans. Could you do? Could you do Shinsuke with a brass band? I don't think that works as well. I'm just saying AJ might go better with a brass band. Hey, Uh it's your call though. Uh (laughs) Chairman, who you got? AJ Styles or Nakamura? I got AJ return retaining, but barely by a hair. This is about to be a best of seven, and you know I'm a big fan of best of sevens. I'm already calling a Bailey Charlotte best of seven based on their match. So I'm looking forward to this continuing over the summer through the winter as a best of seven or a, like Bailey as a series. Charlotte or Bailey Sasha. Bailey Sasha, I'm sorry, I mixed okay. that up. Yeah, hey, right. Charlotte, Charlotte Asuka that might be a best of seven too. Spitting, huh? Oh, it, <laughs> hey, not to Ellie Vodka. It's been a while. Uh, no judgment. I just woke up from a nap, so I'm very refreshed. So. You are Sam. You are. I'm like getting ready for you. I thought she was going to be with me. Sam chooses Nakamura. Why is Sam picking everything I pick? Greg, who you got? I appreciate this. Uh, I got I got Mr. Strong style. They make up for that whole gender debacle some 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 time oh. ago. So all right, I'm gonna go with AJ Styles. I oh, think he's gonna win. Ass, of course you did. I think he's gonna win. <laughs> Don is the balance he keeps the show together. 
And now for our main event of the evening. Well, actually, we're going to pause before we get to the main event. We're going to put a asterisk here because this to be determined card subject to change. TBD. Mm -hmm. Undertaker versus John Cena. Uh, You know who loses? Classic. Everybody. Wow. I was gonna I was gonna ask you who you got, but then I'll pause oh. so she could get that in. <laughs> hey, I will lose this match if I'm in there. But you know, shout out to Hulu. Classic uh, Greg. Me. Listen, I'm gonna say that John Cena, he's the fresher man, he's ready to go. Undertaker got some tricks, but come on now. If you're gonna retire, which you should have done last year, by the way, do it on John Cena. Give him the. I mean, he don't need the rub, but you know what I'm saying at least give it to somebody who's respected. Don't give it to Roman Reigns, who clearly is not worthy right now. This is my yard. He should have said that for a year straight. He wasted that and got beat up. John Cena will carry that on and make it worth something. The fact that he left his hat in the ring. Vince right. is gonna make it right. Undertaker is gonna retire to John Cena and be in the Hall of Fame next year. That's my pick. Didi Jonet, your pick? I'm never picking John Cena for anything. Yep, we knew that. <laughs> Jesus. Greg? Uh, oh, I don't even know if he's on the show. Uh, can I take the field? <laughs> wow. <laughs> John Cena versus um, Tyler Breeze. <laughs> Tyler Breeze might win. Can I take the tassels. Well, who who was the fake Undertaker back in the day? Oh, oh my God, Glenn uh, Jacobs! <laughs> oh, you talking about Brian Primetime Brian Lee? Yeah, Brian, yeah, yeah, Brian Lee. <laughs> <laughs> you All right, Brian Lee over John Cena. Um, if I had to choose who was gonna win, it's uh, weird because it's like you know what they're gonna wrestle. Here's what's gonna happen. This is the spot. If they want to bring Bray Wyatt back, you bring Bray Wyatt back in this spot. True. So I think I think if they do if they do wrestle, it's going to be somebody's going to come in and interrupt it. They're not going to have a finish because you can't. Who do you who do you if you're Vince? Who do you beat? They've never had the mini match like I checked the history. I don't think they have, but they've had like SummerSlam and other like other different like pay per view matches. So I'm wondering what the history is between them two on the other history matches as far as like background. Right. And it's been man, it's been decidedly undertaken because she was with the chain gang and shit. He tried to get the title, all that stuff. And now we'll get to whoa, our. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, so oh, who did you? Pick? Oh, oh, I'm gonna pick a. I'm gonna pick a no, no finish. I think somebody's gonna. I pick. I pick shenanigans. That's my pick. No one. Yeah, shenanigans. shenanigans. Okay. Wow, Dusty. Okay. Hey, and then Dusty. our main event of the evening for the Universal Championship, we have Brock. Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. So, Miss Didi Jonet, you'll get our first pick on our last. Who you got? Um, I just want to say I'm very interested in Rock's new movie that's coming out with The Rock. Oh, who's got a movie coming out with The Rock? Brock Lesnar. Really? You didn't see the movie with the Albino Gorilla? No, I I did not. Oh, you're talking about Rampage. Oh, God. You didn't see it. They're both on the show. Wait, wait, wait. This is not not Rampage? Yes, it is. Really? Boxing Rampage? Is he one of the monsters? He's the gorilla. The gorilla. It's exactly the same. They are the same person. The white gorilla. The white gorilla. The white gorilla with pink undertones. 
Do you better be clowning right hair. now? I'm you better be clowning right now. I'm not clowning. It's facts. I Who do you think you. played the gorilla? <laughs> you think played the gorilla? Like, I will Vince McMahon fire you right now. <laughs> and you fucking around. I'm serious. It is oh my. clearly. Did you look up the photo? It's clearly Brock Lesnar. Like, I don't know which. Listen. I'm about to put you in detention. This is some bullshit. It's not no bullshit. Look at the photo. They both gassed to the gills. Right. <laughs> and, and, and you will claim that I'm responsible for bad decisions. And we we going to talk about that, by the way. <laughs> over liquor? Yeah, see? Yes. <laughs> no, we're not going to talk about over liquor. I am not responsible. Oh, gosh. Okay, yeah. So I'm not picking the gorilla. So I'll... <laughs> I'll go ahead and choose my yeah, It probably won't work out that way, but you know. That's what I thought. See. All right, G Money, who you got? Uh unfortunately I I gotta go with Roman. All right. Chairman? Picking gorillas. He picking the gorilla. No, I'm He's not picking the gorilla. No. no, I'm telling you right now, you're ridiculous right now. I who played Rampage. I play I played Rampage when I was ten years old on the Comedy Sixty Four. You didn't realize then because you were a youth how much he was going to look like Brock Lesnar when he grew up. Hey, it's okay. I'm, I am picking, picking goddamn Roman Reigns. Oh. <laughs> because guess what? Roman Reigns got the momentum. Because don't pick the gorilla. I understand. Uh, no, no. Hey, hey, Brock then fulfilled his obligations and, <laughs> you know, he might re-up, but still, all the same, he's going to take him to Super City and Roman's going to kick out. And come out with the victory because this is the do that he's had since that WrestleMania when Seth Rollins stole the show. This is gonna be a happy ending, and that's all it's gonna be. All right, you guys send the, send the fans home happy. Sam picks Roman as well. Mm, and who do you pick? And I'll make it a clean sweep. We've what? been on this what? path for two years. We're finally here, and uh, so you know Roman's taking hey. three weeks of ass whippings to have his WrestleMania moment. So. <laughs> Hey, I'm still putting those t-shirts. DD picks the gorilla. It's going to go up on Busted Tees tomorrow. So, <laughs> by now. You're going to see a big-ass Valpano gorilla going to Suplex City. I'm just exactly. saying I told you so. But you know? it was DD just pointing at it. I told you. So, that's who you got. Um, I will be putting all 14 of these matches up on the mm. Twitter account, on the WrestleCast Twitter account, and so you guys can vote in the polls and tell us who you think will be victorious this weekend at WrestleMania. So, Shit, God, I would have canceled this if we was giving you work like this. Sorry, <laughs> oh, no, that's fine. Uh, so, at this point, we open it up to the chairman for his thank yous and shout outs. I want to thank you to Don, the goddamn glue of this network, not just this WrestleCast, but this goddamn network. I appreciate you. To Greg, thank you for coming back. To Samuel, thank you for always being there. As as the black hat, continuing with the WrestleCast. And to Didi for being the absolute best color commentary for SmackDown as a correspondent. I appreciate you. And to all the guests, J to the Max, Quantessential R, down the line. Um, my man Don, coming up with, hey, check out my man Don, for the, uh, not Don DeLorente, but the other Don from my avatar, Podcast Danos, we are taking over. I want to let you know, right now, CSPN.us, continuing for the 2018, 19, and beyond. We are continuing on. And uh, Universal FanCon, look for me. I, I gave away the ticket, but I will see you there. And uh, come look for me. I appreciate all of you, and I appreciate all of you going into the next year. This is a great season for the WrestleCast. Racing for CSPN, and I am proud of all of you. So that's my shout out. 
All right. Thank you for joining us tonight, sir. Miss Didi Jonet, your uh-huh. shout outs and thank yous. Um, shout out to all of you all, Don being the best host we could ask for. Samuel Greg for coming through, chairman for, you know, alcohol and all that. Um <laughs> Thank you guys for like not fussing me out because I was taking a nap during the first half of the recording. Shout out to it's not my fault he put gin in the drink. It's just, Jen, really, Jen? We gotta talk about that. It's not like I volunteered. He just okay, brought it class. to me. It's not my fault. See so, you yeah. class. Um, thank you to all of y'all. Thank you to not thank you, but shout out to Jade and Angelina and Val and everybody else who be tweeting. Oh, I forgot his name, but there was somebody who was like a new um, listener, and he said I was his favorite. Hashtag flip hair. So, you know, shout, shout out to, to Shout out to splitting Uh-oh. these bills in 2018, okay? Anybody who wants to, you let me know. So, yeah, those my shout outs. <laughs> All right. Greg, shout outs and thank yous. Uh, shouts out, DD. Shouts out, Don. Shouts out, Classic. I got to say, this was a, a tremendous episode. Classic with the, the fire water, that's the best combination there is in the podcast. <laughs> hey, shout out to Alien Vodka. Shout out to Alien Vodka. Shout yeah. out to Sam. Uh, shout out to to all the fans of the show. Um, very interactive. And once again, it, w- it was so nice to, to be back home. Roll motherfucking tide. Thank you. You said it. Damn right. <laughs> all right. I'd like to thank all of the co-host here tonight who made it back for this special edition of the WrestleCast. We had the whole gang here, plus the chairman, so it was very special for me to be able to get everybody back together for this episode. I'd like to thank everybody who shows up every week for the RawCast, SmackDown Matters, and NXT live tweets. I'd like to thank everybody uh, who's going to show up for Saturday night hashtag back that cast up Sunday night hashtag mania cast if you're watching the hall of fame ceremony hashtag HOF cast if you're going to watch Supercard of honor and want to chat about that hashtag Supercast of honor so we've got hashtags all weekend for everything that you're watching uh, check the twitter machine if you have any doubts there will be several tweets all weekend listing the hashtags um so shout outs to all the new members who found the hashtags this week and showed up in the live tweets and listened to the podcast for the first time. We appreciate it. And we hope to see everybody uh, in some shape, form or fashion this weekend. And one of our many live tweets, shout out to Alexis Littlefoot down there in New Orleans. Be safe. Have fun. Um, hope you have a great weekend. And everybody else down there in New Orleans who's listening to the show. You guys have a good time. Have a great weekend. Have fun. Be safe and enjoy the show. And, and uh, two two final shout-outs, Don. Yes, sir. I want to shout-out to Nova Pro Wrestling, which is my new local wrestling show up here in Northern Virginia. I'm down there. Shout-out to The Milkshake. Uh, you know who you are. Appreciate you. And I'll see you at the next show. And uh, shout-out, of course, to the glue of the CSPN. Not just the Razzlecast, but the goddamn network. Don Delorente, you do such great work. And I would say you are, like, the greatest right-hand man ever greatest right hand ever but i i truly appreciate you not just for the wrestle cast not for know the score but for the entire network and the fact that you're stepping up continuing for the network this i mean you pretty much keep us going across the board and i appreciate you so much and i want to make sure this is plain and clear on this show right now that on this program that this is not my show i created the show i stepped away 
Sam stepped up, he stepped away. You know what I'm saying? He did his thing. Dee Dee stepped up, did his thing, did her thing. Huh? Grace stepped up, did her thing. But this is Don's show. Like, Don runs the ship on this show and a lot of shows. Look, Dee Dee, you're a star. There's no denying it. Greg, you always have a spot here. But Don DeLorente is the goddamn rudder that runs the ship of our entire network. And I appreciate him so much. And I cannot say enough of what the work he, he does and continues to do for our entire network, not just the WrestleCast, but our entire network. And I cannot say enough about that. Well, this thank is, you for those kind this of words, This is a man sir. that puts in serious work when I have no preparation to do work. He's the one that steps up. He's the one that's like, hey, boss, what you need? Hey, I got you. Especially in these times when I'm like, hey, I'm changing my status. I'm changing a lot of things in my life. Don's like, look, we're going to keep it going. Because he's dedicated and a serious professional. Oh, mm-hmm. serious! He's a goddamn El Dandy. <laughs> Don, I would kiss you on the goddamn mouth if it, was, if it wasn't inappropriate right now. Uh oh, me like, too now. <laughs> me too. Me too. Me too the, uh, yeah, no, no. The, no, no, uh, the, the, the vodka has gotten right. classic into the the loving yeah. the loving part of the the evening. This is the <laughs> I love you, man. Part of the <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. But I mean, Don. You have done so much, and I really appreciate you. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners do too, because the numbers each week show the show, tell the tale. So I want to say, on behalf of our listeners, of our other uh, of our other listeners on the other networks and on the other shows, you are doing a fantastic job, and I appreciate you so much. Uh, thank, thank you, so man. Much. Thank you, thank yeah. you. So, and we're, we're going to shake things up with a big draft in a few weeks. <laughs> there's only one thing to do after such glowing words. And that's tell you to stay tuned for the parting promo and for Sam, Didi Jonet, Greg, and the Chairman Classic. I'm Don DeLorente, and this has been episode 178 of the WrestleCast. These two Before we fight, what are they doing here? To leave this arena, guess what? This, fired or not, is still the Sammy and Kevin show. Sunday night, WrestleMania will still be the Sammy and Kevin show, and nobody. And nothing is going to stop us from speaking our minds tonight. That's right. We saw Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan's little apology session before. And you know what? We actually have some people that we need to apologize to as well. But Daniel Bryan, you are not one of them because we will not be sorry for what we are going to do to you at WrestleMania. But we do need to apologize to your wife and your little daughter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Little Birdie. Little Birdie B. I'm sorry that you're not going to grow up with fond memories of your father's big heroic WrestleMania comeback. And Bree, I am sorry for the man that we are going to send back home to you when we are done. Because this time, all your love and all your support isn't going to be enough to put him back together. That's right, because what is it you said? Oh, Bree, fight for inspiration. Uh, fight, for- <laughs> fight for your dreams, Daniel. Oh. And your dreams will fight for you. Yeah. What great advice. So inspirational. But the problem is now, Daniel, that it is our dream to fight you. It is our dream to obliterate you. And that's exactly what we're going to do this Sunday. And that, my friend, will be our WrestleMania moment. That's right. That's right. Do all you want. It doesn't matter because you know what? We deserve it. Shane McMahon does not belong here. This is our world, and that's why on Sunday, I'm going to send Shane McMahon back to Titan Tower, where Shane, you can cry.
and defending your Despite being fired, still making their presence felt. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Got somebody cut their microphones. I mean, and the commissioner and the general manager, Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan. Whoa, stop, stop right there. Hey, hey, can we get, can we get cameras on these guys? Can we get cameras on these guys? How, how about everybody turn their cell phones on and get your cameras on Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Because this is history in the making. The very last time we will see Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens on SmackDown Live. And Sami, since you were trying to get the crowd to unite in the song, maybe we try this one. Na 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 hey, 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 hey. goodbye